On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got to talk with Beatrice from The Honeypot Co. What an awesome conversation. Uh, just so you know, uh, there was some colorful language in this one, so I wouldn't listen to this one uh, with young, impressionable ears. Um, but if you want to learn how she scaled her brand, um, how she's in Target, uh, she's in Walmart, uh, and it's just an incredible story. I could have talked with her for literally hours um, about how she built her brand. It was just one of these conversations that I will never forget. Uh, so I hope that you guys enjoy. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know something super exciting. We have rebranded our podcast to be the Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand Podcast. We're so excited about this because we want to bring you the most amazing content when it comes to your e-commerce business. We want to help you scale. All of that being said, we have an amazing resource that we want to share with you. It's calculators, marketing calculators to figure out how much you can afford to spend on your marketing. We've got three different calculators on the website. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash marketing dash calculator. Now, on to today's episode. All right, I am here with B from the Honeypot. Welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you. Yeah, nice, nice to have you here all the way from Atlanta. I don't think I've uh, ever done an interview with an Ad- Ad- Adlant- Adlantonian. Is that right? <laughs> Atlantean? I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I couldn't even I'm get a, I'm, I'm an earth, I'm an earthling. I don't belong to Atlanta. Oh, okay, I've, I've had a few earthlings on the podcast. So that's yes. <laughs> cool. Hey, tell us uh, uh, who you are and what you do. Uh, Beatrice Dixon, co-founder and CEO of the Honeypot Company. Our company makes products for humans, makes products for humans with vaginas. Um, awesome. You know, we <laughs> we specialize in that because we're humans with vaginas and we understand what vaginas need um, and want. And, you know, we sell our products to Nationwide and Target, Walmart, Walgreens, um, Pretty much most most retailers, most major volume retailers cool. sell online. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I was super pumped to have this interview just because you guys really have like scaled like like quite big. Um, yeah. Tell tell me a little bit about what that whole process looked like. Like, was it just like an overnight kind of success, or or were you guys? No, I mean, well, in business, overnight success is like ten years, right? Totally, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that that shit doesn't like overnight success doesn't in our world doesn't mean to me um, that we just started last month and now you know, yeah. we're, we're doing whatever. Um, it, 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 I feel like now and then it will just continue to be a process. Right. Um, it, it has definitely, we're in our eighth year in business because okay. we, we started our business in 2012 technically that's when we got our articles of incorporation yeah um you know it has been beautiful we started out in our kitchen moved that to an office um you know we you know our, our initial start was at the Bronner brothers hair show that was the first place we ever sold our products we sold out 600 bottles in a weekend then we got into Whole Foods. It was very small, but we could still say we were in Whole Foods, you know? Totally. Yeah. Um, like we were in like two stores, but that shit didn't matter. Yeah. Um, and and then, um, and you know, then we launched online. You know, we did a lot of testing. We wholesaled other products 
you know, centered what, around feminine hygiene. What what year was that that you got into e-commerce? We got into e we started in e-commerce in 2014. Okay, so way, um, way before the the boom of e-commerce. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was before the boom of e-commerce. Um, you know, it. We didn't get funding though, and we didn't do our first family and friends round until we got into Target. So it wasn't like we got to really experience on a major, huge level what e-commerce can do, right? Yeah. We, we, we built it from nothing. We, we launched online in 2014. You know, we did a lot of testing in the beginning. We were just a wash company, right? Like gotcha. that's all that we did. Yeah. Then we, then we brought on, um, I think it was Fox Naturals because I just wanted to see, you know, like I was noticing that it was taking like six to eight weeks for a customer to come back because they're going to, that's how long it would take potentially to use our product. Everybody yeah. washes their vagina differently. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, so I noticed that. So I was like, wow, we have to have other things on here that bring people back sooner. Gotcha. So gotcha. I yeah. found super smart. Yeah. So we, so we found a, a, a white company, you know, I was like, Hey, can I just wholesale your products? Sweet. Um, she was like, run it. We found a pad company, did the same thing that scaled our business because, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm just going to use easy numbers, but it was like, maybe we were doing 40,000 a year with washes. And then we did that. We went, we jumped to like 240,000. Gotcha. You know? gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of told me, cause I wanted to understand I was I was in the phase of trying to understand what the north star of our brand was. You know what I mean? Like, are we just a wash? Are we just like a, a washing company? Like, what yeah, are we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and then I realized when when that happened and people really took to it, I was like, oh, women don't want to go to more than one place to get their vagina products. They want to do all that shit at one time, right? Totally. One place. Yeah. And so. Um, you know, so then Target emailed. So okay. now it's like so Target reached out to you. Yes, yes. So now we're in like 2016. Gotcha. And for for any Canadian people listening to this, do you remember we had Target for about a year? <laughs> <laughs> it was like Target came in, opened up all these stores, and like after a year, and like, they were they were oh, like, nah, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> That is hilarious. That's hilarious. But but yeah, so then so then Target called and like that was like my moment cuz I'm a I'm a I'm a brand person. Like I love brands. I love building brands. I like yeah. um I mean this is my first brand, but you know, I'm really good with product innovation and all that kind cool. of stuff. Like like I love that shit, you know. Yeah. So this was my moment to like okay, if I could just wave a magic wand, what would I do? Yeah. And we went and got prototypes made. We met with Target. We presented her something that had never really been done in the feminine hygiene space. And that was washes, wipes, and then pads. Most companies in my world pick a lane. They either pick menstrual yeah. or they pick like like cleansing, you know? Exactly. Um, you just decided to, to just do the whole thing. Yeah, why not? I yeah. mean, if you're yeah, going to you. do it, yeah, if you're going to do it, you should just do it, right? Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> awesome. Um, 
you've had some some amazing and controversial PR coverage. Can can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, <laughs> controversial. That's funny. I don't know. It was so, it was so controversial. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like the fucking definition of that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So we um we got an opportunity. Target reached out to us. Said, "Hey, we're, we we want to do." Some, some content, me being a dork, I wasn't even like thinking in my mind that the content was going to be like a commercial, <laughs> right? I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm in my day, I'm working, I'm busy, you know, I'm busy. So um, I was like, sure, you know, and they were like, hey, we, you're going to have to interview for it because we're putting it out to several companies. Cool. So uh, interview for it. I don't. E- I still don't even realize. I don't realize that this is a that this is like a TV commercial until like a week before I'm going to Minnesota to shoot it. Okay. Okay. So I just want to preface all of this with this, right? So then I realize that it's a commercial. It takes like three to four days. It's crazy. Like it's crazy. All the shit that goes into shooting something that's going to take thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Target did the commercial around Black History Month and Women's History Month, so it's it's important to understand that. Um, in the commercial, you know, they talked about our journey with Honey Pod and you know all, the, all that kind of jazz. And um, and at the end, I said that I wanted to, you know, be successful so that other young Black girls, um, you know, could know that that this is, you know, that this is. A possibility like this can yeah. happen right yeah, yeah. um and you know the obviously the commercial went public because it was on national tv we had started to get emails and social media posts about the comments because people were basically saying you know why didn't you talk about all girls why did why did it just have to be focused on black girls you know and <laughs> we and Peter's at the time, we, we're always going to have some kind of comment, like. <laughs> I mean, you know, but it, it's it's they they can have those comments. I I feel that people are entitled to feel how they want to feel, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but 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 what happens at the same time is that I am also entitled to feel and say how I want to feel and say the shit that I want to say because um you know I know that. By being a black woman, being a black woman who's raised money, being a black woman who's who's scaling a company, right? Yeah. That shit is hard to do as because first I'm a human, right? I just live in this. I just live in this social construct of the United States. I don't give a fuck about race, but most people do, right? Whether they whether they're conscious to it or not. So look, I understand people having an opinion. Um, about anything that they want to have an opinion about. But I do understand what it's like to be Black, a woman, and, and raising money and, and, and running a business, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And that's inspirational that's for people too, right? Like, like it, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think people look to people that are like them, right? And be like, oh, okay, they cool. Do. If they can do it, I can do it. Right. Yes. Yes. And if you, you know, some of what was behind what I said was really around raising money. Right. Okay, because, cool. because, um, you know, 
there's not a ton of black women, black women owned businesses that are necessarily scaling and selling. Right. And you know, that's an aspiration of ours, right? That's our, that's a goal. Uh, You know, will we achieve it? We don't, we don't know that shit, but at least we know what we want to go towards. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why there isn't a ton of funding in black women owned businesses. Totally. Because venture venture capitalists give a fuck about exit. That's yeah. what they put the money in for, yeah. right? So me saying that was really saying, um, I want to be the business that 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 grows, scales, and sells, right? Yeah. And I want to be that comp <laughs> for that young black girl who um, who's gonna go into that venture capitalist room and say, Hey, I'm building a company after the honeypot company yeah right? this is the model that i'm i mean because that's i mean me i don't know if you've raised money before jordan but that's important that's your fucking that's a part of your pitch right totally, totally. yeah um yeah. you know yeah and and unfortunately it's hard to raise money being human yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> um unfortunately um you know other other races and other sexualities um, don't necessarily have those problems. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. they're being represent. They're they've been represented. Right. Yeah. And I feel like um, you know we're we're in a time where being black, being women owned, doing all those things, we're 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 gaining that representation, but it's still going to take some work. And you know, so totally, totally. Yes. So uh, from that, you actually ended up getting some other really cool PR spots, like being on Dr. Oz. Uh, yes. What was that like? That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was incredible. I mean, I, I, had, I, I, I remember being young in our business and wanting to go on Dr. Oz, you know, and I remember so many opportunities that potentially came up, you know, that, that would have given us the opportunity to do that, but it never worked out. This happened to be the thing that did it. Yeah. You know, I mean, we got, we got so much press from this. It, it was incredible. You know, it, it was, it was, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. That's, that's you know? unreal. That's great. Hey, let's, let's talk your business now. So this is a marketing podcast. I, I want to get a little bit into, into marketing. So what's the, um, uh, what's the split between your online sales versus your, your wholesale, like being in retail? Retail is, is a huge part of our business. Um, what are you like? Because 90, 10, 80, 20? Uh, maybe like, maybe like 70, 30, you know, maybe, okay. maybe 80, 20. I haven't, I haven't looked at the scenarios recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's you know, okay. but yeah, yeah. But, but volume retail has definitely been the focus because we're, we're not heavily funded. Right. So we don't have zillions of dollars to just throw it digital. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally understand. So, what is working for you right now when it comes to marketing? What's what's driving um, right now? Right now, it's being authentic as hell. Okay, and what does that look it, like it, when you like disseminate that? Like, is that is that social? Is that paid? Is that like like yeah? How are people finding out about you? Um, I, it is. It's definitely social. Um, we do have we do have some paid social out right now, but that's really focused on retail. Um, just because of all the things that are going on with COVID, 
it's kind of affected our business and our supply chain in a big oh, way. For sure. um, you, you know, so right now we're not really even spending a ton of money for those reasons. And also because our customer really is, is, is anxious to get our products. Right. Um, you know, even though we've been out of stock and it has not been, <laughs> we're not, these are not marketing tactics. Like <laughs> all we want is to be able to sell to our customers. Um, you know, we've had to really earmark most of our inventory for retail. Yeah. That's um, because, because happy, right? yeah, because that has scaled so much, but what we, what we're seeing is because we're out of stock, it's actually working like a marketing tactic because people are like constantly on social every speaking engagement i do every ig live every zoom everybody on there is looking for product um i think another thing that we're doing is um using me i and we're taking every speaking engagement opportunity that comes whether somebody has a hundred this (laughs) whether somebody has 200 followers 50 followers um i don't really care because i because i'm really excited to be able to be having the opportunity to speak to as many people as possible about our brand um you know at one time we were on our social media because our because our inventory positions are where they are we were basically like telling people every day what we had yeah and then and then like if that shit sold out it sold out right awesome Um, and that's all organic That was all organic. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Exactly. That's great. I love hearing stories about people not just using paid, right? I, I mean, I, I love paid right. media because I feel like it's it's really predictable, right? Once you once you kind of nail it down, it's super predictable. As far as you know, you mm-hmm. put a dollar in, you get four dollars out. But uh, but being able to use those organic channels and find really interesting ways uh, of using those mm-hmm. is it's super inspirational, right. and it's like it's it's great because then you cut down all that cost as well. Exactly. And, and, and paying attention to when you need to, you, when you need to do paid marketing and when you don't, right? Totally. Like if, like for us, we know because our inventory positions are a little challenged right now, it doesn't make sense to be marketing products that we can't sell, no. right? No, no, no. What are you going to, people, people can't yeah. write. <laughs> like. it, it's that. And then also um, the, the, the buzz behind the brand is so strong because people are just coming to the page every day, coming to the site every day, sending emails every day. When are you going to be back in stock? And then they're telling their friends and their friends and their friends. And then they're seeing us all over social media doing, you know, talking and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like all of that, like you said, is creating this really organic, beautiful buzz. Um, And we're having to really be clever about what we're doing. Because in essence, really, we still run our business like a bootstrap business. You know, we're Mm. not... Do you, you know, you've been taking tons of funds. No, nah, I mean, not, not when you compare us to our um, competitors. Yeah. You know? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. If you could go back to, was it 2014, 2012 when you started? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2012. What, what would you tell yourself back then? Um, <laughs> uh, I would tell myself, um, to give myself grace, mm. you know, and, and in what, in what kind of way? Um, personally, um, to just 
focus on loving myself and, and living exactly how I want to live. Cause I wasn't, I was doing, I mean, I was doing what I felt that I wanted to do, but I don't necessarily know at the time. Um, I don't know if at the time um, I was happy in doing it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, are you like talking I, I like, wasn't, like, oh, like completely overworking and. Not even to do with work. I mean, like personally, mm. right. Um, I was absolutely overworking though, because I had to, I had, I, I had, to, I had a job, I had a business. Um, I was, I was, you know, working on immigration things for my, for my relationship at the time. So mm-hmm. I was absolutely overworked. Yeah. Um, but, but I think it's so essential when you're in that moment and you're stressed and you're anxious to at least have, have not hold or control over it, but at least be in a place where you're happy with yourself. But at the same time, I'm grateful for that happening because now at this time, um, I'm able to handle this stress a lot better because of the school of stress that I went to mm. back then. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 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 Totally. I, yeah, I've never, I've never heard it put that way. The school of stress. <laughs> I feel like that's, I mean, all, the, all of this shit is school, bro. We're oh, yeah, in school yeah, yeah. right now. I, uh, you know, like, yeah. I was going to say my, my first business and people who've listened to this podcast for a while probably know my first business was a, a taco restaurant. And, uh, mm-hmm. and oh man, we lost so much money. I spent so much time and I'll tell you, I wouldn't have the businesses that we have now, nothing like that. And be able to handle, like, like you said, the school of stress. I'm going to use that one from now on. That's mine. <laughs> I love it. Take it. It's yours. Because, cause it's so you. true. You're, it's like your capacity for stress when you first start. And you, like you, you, like now you'd look at like some of those challenges and be like, who cares? I can handle that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, like, I'm, you know, like, I mean, fly for two months. Uh, Target's shut down for two months. Uh. I mean, <laughs> bro, what, 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 at this point, what the fuck can you do? Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, like it, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to be up, to not be able to, to demand, to, to supply the demand to our customers. Right. Yeah. But I know that 90% of why we can't supply to our customers right now is completely out of our control. Yeah. Right. I I can't make my manufacturers move faster. I can't make my raw ingredient suppliers move faster. I can't move fucking ships faster. I can't, I can't do any of that. I can't, I, you know, what am I I going to do? It sounds like you could probably make a pretty good phone call though. Hey, (laughs) <laughs> you you can I mean, and we are right and we 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 are doing everything in in our power that we can possibly do right yeah. yeah what i have what i have um grown such a love for is being okay with that yeah yeah when, and i feel when, like a lot of people doing, need to hear that right now yeah yeah like if you're doing all that you can do, what what else can I do? I can't do anything else. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. All I can, can do is You can wait. be stressed. Like, you can yeah. act stressed and be like super upset all the time. But that's not going to do anything. Yeah, I'm already overwhelmed as shit. I don't know how much more overwhelmed I could be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Real yeah. shit. How, how much more overwhelmed can I be um, when I'm already so overwhelmed? Yeah. You know? So I, I, I'm there. <laughs> I, you know, I, it's, 
that scratch that off the list. You know what I mean? Um, because is, because so at good. the same at the same time, bro, you still got to take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And um, and and, and fuck everything else if I can't do that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Money, honey pot, um, <laughs> everything. Oh. What are you right. at the end of the day if you have $10 million in the bank and, and you have no health, you have no family, you have no relationship? You're nothing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're nothing. And we, and we have seen so many examples of that um, where, you know, um, when, when you put values on things that are made up like money, yeah. right? like, um, yeah. you know, house and clothes and shoes and you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, when you, when you give that more value than you do health and love and kindness and generosity and humanity, um, you know, that's a, that's a quick way to fucking kill yourself. Right. And, and, and or lead a life you that, really that's truly meaningless. Yeah. But, and when I say kill yourself, I don't mean to really do it. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, because really, you know, life and death are very, 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 very much the same. Um, it's just, you can choose to live your life happy or you can choose to live your life sad, mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Really, you got two buckets and, and you got to make a fucking choice because yeah. that is your responsibility, you know? Okay. Um, and for me, I choose happiness. I choose health. I choose joy. Um, I choose humanity. I choose love. I choose generosity. The other things are absolutely a choice, but they are secondary. To, to, to the things that matter, you know? Yeah, yeah, so good, so good. Um, I have to ask you our classic question because I ask it every single episode. It just <laughs> seems like, it seems like you've kind of already answered it, but I, I gotta ask it anyway. Um, what's your secret to scaling? Oh man, to, to being okay to failing and learning, you know? Um, and, and also being willing to, to recreate wheels that have already been created, but, but figuring out a way to, uh, to do it in your way, right? Um, you know, and, and, and also to appreciate the humans that help you do it. Mm. And, I'm, and, and I'm taking two yeah. phrases from you today that I want to use. Recreate yeah. wheels, because I love that. That's, that's so good. And, uh, and school of stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are, those are, gonna be, I mean, I'm bringing those up to, to around Vancouver here. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I love it. But I mean, you know, there's, there's nothing new under the sun, bro. Oh, really. I'm, yeah. I, you know, there, there, there just isn't. And, um. I used to think that know, there I, was. I really did. There, I was like, isn't. oh, we're, we're creating new things here. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're just taking, Who gives a fuck about creating new things? Just create the shit doper or in a, in a different way than somebody else did, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. When, when you walk down the aisle in a, in, in a store, you see all kinds of toothpaste and deodorant and hair gel and brushes and combs. And, you know, most of those brands are, are doing pretty all right, you know? Yeah. You know, um, Really, it's it's more about the branding and how you can, these days, it's about the branding. It's about how you communicate to the customer. How do they feel? How do they connect with you when it's not just a brand? Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is why it sounds like that's that's really what what you are aiming to do right now, right? Is just like really have those connections with with your yeah, and just be like a real person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, en- energy is a real thing, man. When you when you put the right energy, when you put the right energy into the right stuff, it can't it can't help but just bloom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, so yeah, yeah. We're just we're you know. I just I want to be good to the people that use our products, and um, you know I really want to love them and appreciate them for them spending their money. Let's get to uh, this is our our lightning round at the end here. Uh, what's your favorite okay. tool or app that you're using right now? Ooh, my favorite app. It's crazy because I can't just tell it to you. That's ridiculous. Actually, you know what my favorite app is? My books app. Your books. Yeah, I like my books a lot. Like audiobooks or, or reading my, books? My, my audiobooks. Oh, like do you use Audible or do you use like Apple's I use I use Apple's one. Oh, okay. Nice. Hey, that's yeah. great. That's great. I don't think I've ever had yeah. that answer before. <laughs> um, okay, I feel then. like I'm giving you all the first today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this is good. Um, okay, nor may I ask what, what's your favorite podcast, but I'm going to go with, since you're you're a book lover, what's your favorite book right now? Oh man, the secret of secret by Osho, secret of the golden flower. Oh, it's so good. The the secret of secrets. Yes. Okay. By Osho. Okay, Abby, let's put a let's put a link in the show notes for that. It is it. Th- look, you have to, you have to be an Osho fan, uh, but you'll listen and you'll become one because he is fantastic. Cool. He's 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 dead now, but he's. He, his books have have made him immortal. Yeah. His chapters are two hours long, but they're good. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> is there is there a founder that you look up to? Uh, yes, I do. I do. Um. Richard Lou Dennis is a founder that I have looked up to um, and who is also partnered with my company. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's super cool. What, what's the reason? Why, why, why do you look up? Why do you look up? Um, he, he, um, he, he thinks really big, mm. you know, and, and he's, he's not afraid. He's not afraid of, um, of what it takes to get to whatever the place is, right? Like, yeah. you know, it, like it, if it was like, if the goal was like $5 billion or something, he would be like, oh, okay, cool. So what are we, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, yeah, 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 yeah. it's, he, he doesn't see, he, he doesn't see like, um, he doesn't see a number and care about a number. It's just like, okay, we can do anything. So let's just, let's just like do, let's put down on the list all the shit that we want to do. And then let's just see what happens. You know, he, he does, he does bite off a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause he's a, he is, he is a friend. So I know him at this point in my life. Um, you know, but, but I think that it's dope um, that, that he's here for biting off a lot even if sometimes it's more that can be then can be chewed 
he doesn't he does he's not afraid of that yeah. um and a lot of people and a lot of people are you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah it's, no, that's super cool yeah yeah and I, I i i value that um and i and i um i i hope that i embody that um so yeah that's super cool uh this was awesome i love this conversation so much i would have had this even if we weren't recording Oh, that's good. Thank you, same. Uh, where can people find out more about you? Um, they can find out on our website, thehoneypot.co. If you go to store locator, um, are you, you a dot, the dot co as well? Yes, we're dot co. Oh, yeah, my uh, our marketing agency is a dot co, and people are always like, oh, "You meant dot com, right?" I'm like, uh, like no. "Nope, I couldn't I afford the co. M." So uh. right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's so hilarious that's like startup shit man only yeah. startups understand that um <laughs> we have we own the m now but still right like still i'm still sticking stick the honeypot the honeypot.co yeah. um uh and then you can find us on social media at the honeypotco um you can find me at i am b dixon b-e-a-d-i-x-o-n uh and yeah i think those are the places Oh man. So good. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you for having me on. Before we end, we just wanted to ask a couple of favors from you. If you enjoyed this podcast, can you please share it with your friends and leave us a rating, especially on Apple podcasts. That would really help. Also, we have an amazing new free resource for you guys. It's marketing calculators. It'll help you figure out what your break even return on ad spend is and more. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash marketing dash calculator to find out more. Have a great week.